0: I'm Danny Hicks. Welcome to the Not-So-Secret Agent Podcast, where we learn from top real estate agents how they maintain a thriving business all while living the good life. Jason Markin, welcome to the Not-So-Secret Agent Podcast. Thank you so much for doing the show, man. I really, really appreciate it.
1: Not-So-Secret? Let's get the secret out. What are we waiting for? Right,
0: exactly. So, for those of you that don't know you, tell me a little bit about you and your team. And uh, you know,
1: yeah, been in the uh, been in the business since two thousand and three, almost twenty years. It'll be twenty years in September. So, run a team based in the DMV, based out of DC proper, and uh, there's nineteen agents on the team. We uh, do around two hundred. 50 homes a year, about $150 million in annual volume, and uh, I'm the founder, but I've got a business partner by the name of John Coleman, and we, um, yeah, we just we just keep doing it. I've just been doing it long enough that um, I figured a few things out, but I don't have anything figured out, but I figured a
0: few things, but I got nothing figured out, so if I'm going to confuse you with that, that's by design. Everything wrong and a few things right, right? Just, just enough to make that's it work. That's correct.
1: Yeah, we uh, people often we talk about uh, production and how long I've been in production, and I exited production uh, about three or four years ago, and they think that's awesome. And I go, cool. Uh, it took me fifteen years to figure it out, and uh, I'm happy to give
0: you those secrets. Uh, uh, fifteen years to be an overnight success.
1: hmm Exactly right, my friend.
0: So, so what did you do before you got into real estate?
1: I was a sports anchor, a uh, childhood dream right out of college, worked for a local news station in Augusta, Georgia, and then uh, from there, I bounced to Wilmington, North Carolina, and
0: uh, that, was a, that was a childhood dream
1: and did that for a few years right out of college.
0: So you were a sports anchor, and how, did, how do you go from being a sports anchor to a realtor? Uh,
1: I, I, I get asked that question a lot, and I'd love to give a scientific answer. But the the reality is uh, one of my best friends growing up uh, was a loan officer. And he's like, hey man, I think you'd be a good real estate agent. And uh, that was the truth of the matter how I became a real estate agent. I I knew I couldn't sit behind a desk. I knew I liked people. I knew I wanted to control my own destiny and and not put a cap on my earning potential. And uh, that was kind of my filtration process. And, uh, yeah, that's it. it. It's, it's not more complicated than that. And 20 years later, here we are.
0: So basically you were like, all right, I'm doing the sports cast thing and you get tired of it or you,
1: your yeah, buddies says, I, I, Hey,
0: look, you'd be a good realtor.
1: No, I felt like, uh, my time had come. I checked the box. Uh, as I mentioned, I'd wanted to do that my whole life. It was a childhood dream. So accomplished it. And um, once you kind of look behind the curtain, as you, as you know, um, you can sort of see things in, in the writing on the wall. And it was, um, it's the type of industry, you got to bounce around every couple of years, you're, um, you're starting out your you're borderline uh, minimum wage, nothing wrong with that. But um, financially, it, it was felt like it was capped. Um, and you, you could, you could spend 10 or 20 years in the industry, and you don't automatically control your own destiny. So uh, I was able to kind of, be like all right cool I did this that was great had some job offers across the country two or three job
0: offers across the country and um, I "I think I think it's time to move on very cool so I usually like to get into like your why like why you do what you do so for you you jump out of the sports casting thing we're going to do real estate we do this for 15 years total production the normal way and you know as the seasons in business change so does your why so when you got started, it was like, "Hey, look, I don't want to make minimum wage. I want to control my own destiny." What is it now? Like, where are you at? You know, why, yeah. are, you, why are you pushing now?
1: Um, I'm pushing now, and, and some of you guys, who are, those that are listening only won't won't see this, but behind me are like book bags and coats and all sorts of stuff. Uh, it's uh, it's it's for my family, man. That's that's how I look at it. I um, I I love being in the industry at this stage in the game because it gives me the flexibility to spend as much time uh, as I want to with, with my family. So my why, what what motivates me professionally at the moment, subject to change. I, I think people talk about why all the time, and I, I just would like to share with people. I think throughout different stages of your life, your why is going to change, so be open to that. Um, my why for exiting production three or four years ago was because I wanted to spend as much time with my family as possible. Um, And today, my why, why I'm still in the business 20 years later is, this business is giving me the opportunity to do so.
0: Which that totally makes sense. Completely honest answer. So let's dive into the team stuff. So what does the team look like? How is that structured? Um, Because you're definitely uh, your model is a lot different than everybody else we've had on the show.
1: Uh, yeah. So, so I am, as I mentioned earlier, I'm completely out of production. I, my, my role within the organization is visionary, um, kind of growth ambassador. If we, if we want to add agents to the team, uh, I apologize. I got a dog in the background too. I'm working from home today. So you guys are getting real life, uh, for me. So, um, but, uh, growth ambassador, visionary, sort of what's next, where are we going, how are we doing it? And then uh, there is a director of operations. We have the 19 agents on the team. My business partner is John Coleman. He um, handles one one lane of our production. So mm-hmm. I kind of view it in a couple of different capacities where, where John handles a lane of production. Then there's the 19 agents who are handling their own units of production. Um, and then John running that production site has a listing coordinator and a buyer agent on his side as well.
0: So he, he has his own team essentially.
1: Yeah. He's a business partner. Yeah. And, and so he's a, it's um he's a business partner in Jason Martin group. And, and think of it like this, where um, any sort of leads, we're not into lead distribution. That's not what our team does. So the 19 agents, we help them identify what their lead sources are going to be. And then that that's how we run it. And then john is on this kind of unique production side where he's a business partner, but he's running units through his side. So if you divide the agents um, structure down down the middle here, it's you've got 19 agents who are helping grow their business. And then one agent over here is running an independent production side that's a business partner.
0: Right. So his business partner, basically, he's doing production you know, he has his own database and probably your database is mixed in Correct. there because you're a business partner. Yep, and then he exactly. has two agents working underneath him to help him handle the, the, the tasks of being, you know, an agent because exactly. most big high producing agents are a team in, in themselves. Yeah. They have people that are helping them with that production.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, um, I think you reach a certain spot in production where um, you just tap out and that number's a little bit different for for everybody. My experience over the years is you start to need help around 36 to 40 units is where you start to need some form of help. And whether that's a director of operations or a listing coordinator, showing coordinator, um, right at that spot. If you're going to grow, and I know Danny, you and I have talked where you do a decent amount of volume, um, your capacity to do stuff without a bunch of leverage is. Is probably higher than mine, or maybe even higher than his. So it varies person to person, but uh, generally, if I were to kind of throw a dart, I'd say yeah, around 40, 30 to forty transactions. Folks start to need a little bit of, a little bit of help, a little bit of leverage.
0: Yeah, for me, I, I pretty much I have the assistant, you know, and then we're we're bringing on some by you know showing agents essentially to kind of get to the next level for me. Like that'll be the next step that I'm toying with and of course they'll do their own production but you know they'll also open doors for me as well and that's Um, a great spot and i'll I'll tell you
1: why that's a great spot for those that you're working with uh quite frankly my business partner john coleman he actually started as a showing assistant with me and that's that led to where we are today and so it's kind of cool for the showing assistants i think it's an awesome way to earn and learn at the same time and that's Mm -hmm. that's a cool opportunity and so uh, the models that we have to teach folks, uh, their ability to learn from some of the best is is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I what I'm the way I'm looking at that is you're never gonna be able to pay me enough to care about somebody else's deals. Now, if it's my deal and it's my client, like I'm gonna be not that that I wouldn't be paying attention otherwise, but but I'm gonna pay closer attention just because it's my own thing. If that makes sense.
1: Say that again, you're, you're, you're so, never going to be able to pay you enough to what?
0: So if I'm overseeing other agents and they're bringing, and they have deals, right. And like a broker model and I'm looking at their deals and I'm giving them advice and I am helping them. That's fine. But I just don't feel like you're going to be as intimately involved as if it's somebody from your database and your deal and you're a part of it and you're, you're, you're actively doing it along with them. Right. Sure, yeah. I'm fully engaged. A different level. Yeah.
1: There's yeah, a different that's, level of connectivity profile. Absolutely.
0: So, then, so so that's, that's John's le- lane. He's got his you know listing assistant. He's got a showing assistant. Of course, there's the operations manager who probably helps him as well because he is yeah. on the team. And then there's yeah. the 19 other agents who are building and, and doing their own business.
1: Yeah, and, and what we try and do, it's a unique model in the way that like as we have the, the, the business over here, we'll call it the Jason and John business for lack of a better way. We are taking what we are doing there and literally showing the other 19 agents, hey, this is how we are doing that. This is the exact formula we are using to grow this many units in a funnel or a pipeline. And so we then work with them to identify how they can do that themselves.
0: Yeah, nobody's gonna follow anyone they don't perceive as being more successful than them. Like you want somebody to buy in, you want somebody to follow you, that's the way to do it. I mean, they see the volume, they see the number, they see the business, they say, Hey, look, I'd like my business to be like that. And you're like, well, here are the steps.
1: Yeah. we like yeah. it because it's direct access, right? Like if you look in inside of brokerages and somebody's doing a, a, a good amount of business and they're a leader within that brokerage, unless you're actually on their team, they're probably not going to give you the game plan. Right. And, and for better or for worse, our industry. Um, and, and, and by the way, I think it's the latter. I think it's for worse. Cause I, I don't think we compete as much as we think we do, um, but that's just my own opinion. It's people like to kind of silo off, and they go, like, "This is my thing. I got to keep it a secret." I get it. I understand it. Um, but uh, our model allows us to say, "This here we go." Like this is one of the top agents in the industry,
0: right? Here they are. Here's what we're doing. Here's our game plan, and and that seems to work. So you mentioned the model. So what is that model? Like, what does that look like?
1: What so What is our, our primary? Yeah, video has become our focus. We're 80, 80% uh, database sphere of influence. So as we say video, uh, you might think of, and, and I had this conversation earlier with an with uh, agent at lunchtime. We're now staying in touch with our database more frequently and more effectively than ever before. So as 80% of our business is is referral sphere based, we're now Mm -hmm. in touch with them in more meaningful ways than ever before because of video. Because we know where they are, whether that be Facebook or Instagram, wherever they are, we're in front of them quite frequently, two to three times a week with video. And it's been a game changer to be very uh, transparent with you. I'll tell you this not so secret secret, Um, Mm -hmm. after 20 years, you start to um, maybe lose your enthusiasm for staying in touch with your database, right? It's, it's, if we're just gonna have a real conversation, you might start to lose your enthusiasm for the old school way of like, hey, Cindy, it's Jason, how you doing? I'm gonna call you once a quarter, you know how this goes, right? How you been, what's going on, blah, 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 blah. It takes five, 10 minutes, and you're doing that two, three, four times a year, a couple other times you're calling them to invite them to an event. Now what we're seeing and experiencing videos You actually no longer need to do that. You actually no longer need to pick up the phone and call them to be able to stay in touch with them at a a high, high level. We might um, do a video within the Instagram, Instagram, within the Instagram app. We might record a video. I could send you a video inside of Instagram directly to you and be like, hey, Danny, man, it's been a while. I miss you. I haven't talked to you in a bit, but uh, we're having a party this Saturday. If you want to come click the RSVP, I'd love to see it. That took 10 seconds. So if we look at this as an exercise and um, um, just trying to scale something, trying to save time, trying to have more meaningful touches, video is the answer
0: for us, and we're pretty pumped about it. I have found, just in my personal business, and you and I have talked about this before, I do the calls and notes and Popeyes and the whole Buffini thing. That's mm-hmm. that's just part of what I do. And sure. then I use the video because I post about five a week right now. That's a lot. That's awesome, by the way. Um, yeah. And, th- and I have different streams of videos and whatever. Um, but they're more validators the way I think of them. Like any- anybody, which you guys I think have, have, and I was actually talking to Sabrina earlier today. I was trying to, I was like, give me the dirt. What question Sabrina's on Jason's team? I was like, what do you want to ask? I mean, give me something. I'll get anything you want out of it. And she was like, yeah. I have nothing. Um, yeah, Sabrina
1: knows. They could, that's the cool thing is like they can come with any question they have. And we just don't, it's not a, we got this, you got that. It just doesn't, it
0: doesn't. Right, I know. I we just don't think would, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it would be a funny question to ask.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's it. Absolutely. That's the, cool. Uh, Sabrina's one of my favorites.
0: I was going to say, with with the video stuff, I found it to be more of a validator than a, like a, a new audience. Like a... a a, a builder of database, right? Like, I feel like people that I've already done a job, you know, done business with or run into, and we know personally they'll follow you and, and they're more likely to, to hear what you're saying. And you're staying in front of them to your point. Yeah. But I think you guys have taken it a step further where you are getting people reaching out to you who you haven't met yet.
1: We are starting to scratch that surface a little bit. And um, I, I think it, we don't know if it will be uh, short-term or long-term. Uh, meaning, as everybody starts to operate in the same format, um, we don't know if this is just a moment in time, uh, which it could be, and that's fine too. But uh, it certainly, Danny, can cast a wider net, and um, in our mind, it certainly beats. Um, it's one to many, right? I can pick up the phone and call Fisbos and expires, mm-hmm. right? And people were doing that with like single line back in the day. Then there's double and triple dialers. And I don't know, for all I know, there's quadruple dialers. Now, I don't know, I don't do Fizzbos and expires, but it's that sort of concept of how do you get to many? And um, it it provides that. The other thing that's cool about it, that that it provides is when you think about an expense structure to build an audience, um, there's not a ton of expenses associated with using video as a lead generation format. And so we don't have to buy Zillow leads. We don't have to buy realtor.com. It's nothing wrong with either of those, by the way. It's it's fine. Um, This allows you to kind of attempt to control your own lead flow. And we certainly haven't mastered it, but I do think there is opportunity to get to, your specific question is the unknowns, right? Is there an opportunity with video to get to the unknowns and the answer is yes, there is um, through eyeballs. Do I have the conversion rates? Do do we know the the true, true analytics of that yet? Not really. Um, We can tell you that uh, some videos that we'll do, people will stop you on the street and be like, you're that guy from that video. And that's a, that's a cool thing. Um, So that's a relationship that then you get to cultivate, right? Throw them in the database them in the funnel and you get to cultivate that relationship like you would any other, but that's one you would certainly wouldn't have been in. So I think if you look at it as a long-term play, um, it just just works. Uh, I think where people will falter. And I don't know if this was your path or your plan or not, but if you can't tell we're excited about video. Um, I, I think where agents will 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 falter is I was also talking about this earlier. So this is interesting we're in this conversation. Like anything else, there's only going to be 10% of the people who actually do it and do it consistently enough to get results. So while we think everybody's going to chase the concept down and go from it, that's cool too. Most won't. It's just the way agents work. They
0: struggle with consistency. Well, there's always a tipping point, right? Like, and unfortunately the tipping point isn't at the beginning, it's further in. So you have to do it without any kind of results. And just say, hey, look, I'm committed. This is it. I made up my mind. You know yeah. what I mean? And you've got to do it and do it and do it. And then eventually, one day, kind of like your career. 15 years and then you made it. One, you know, overnight success, right? Exactly. Same thing with everything exactly.
1: else. And, and two, in, in fairness, you may never reach that tipping point. Like, you just may not be good at video. Or people aren't, for whatever reason, there's a bit of a mystery to it. So it's not, while well, people want to go, I'm going to follow that exact formula when you play mm-hmm. in the video space and the social space, as you know, the formulas change all the time. So I, I couldn't even give you the game plan to be like, this is definitely going to work. This is how many leads you're going to get because it changes. And so you have to really be a student of what's working, what's not working. And that will change again in six months, nine months, 12 months. S-
0: so when you're meeting with your agents, are you going, hey, look, this is what we're seeing out there. This is the formula that's working right now. Or are you saying, hey, look, you need to do something that's authentic to you. You know, let's talk. Let's talk through your your ideas, your goals, and then implementation. type." So authenticity is a big component for video, I believe. And so if people are going to get
1: comfortable doing it as a, as a form of, of lead generation, as a form of connectivity, I think those that have the most likelihood of continuing to do it consistently doing it is when they use authenticity as as their lead component. And so we talk a lot about authenticity. We talk a lot about actually doing um, and the strategy behind it. It's that's like a down the river conversation. Go out and record six months worth of videos and and do it five times a week. Are you doing it five times a week? That's awesome. Then let's talk about strategy. It's, it's one of those things of like, go out and do go out and do, and most people are going to want the, the, how do I say this the right way? Most people kind of want the solution first, right? Mm -hmm. Then what's the solution? What's the formula? Well, I can't actually give you that until you actually go out and do, because if you don't actually go out and do, there is no, you're not going to have a solution or a formula. So you have to go out and do first with video. And that's like anything else. Like if you are going to door knock, well, what's the best way to door knock? Do it and find out what works and doesn't. Well, what's the best way to cold call call FISBOs and expires, do it and see what works and doesn't it's trial and error, but it, you're, it comes through your experience and what works for me may not work for you anyway.
0: Well, that's it. I mean that that is always the trick in real estate people come to you and say hey look what works for you and like the joke we have with my brand is like it's dad jokes and drinking I'm like restaurants <laughs> like that's that's my brand that's awesome but if, it's, if you're not me it's not gonna work it's just yeah. like yeah like because it's it's who i am like i'm not acting that way that's really who i am
1: yeah um, that's it know, comes so. across people will connect with you when you're when you're genuine
0: and that
1: that's that is the cool thing about it. Like People can pick up on it unless you're a professional actor or actress like it's it people pick up on who's comfortable who's not comfortable and who feels authentic. I, I, I keep referring back to the lunch I was having with an agent today. I've never met that agent. Um, we, we met like once at an event one time and it wasn't for very long. And then I followed her on social and we've been kind of watching each other and I was like, she's cool. I need to meet with her. Um, and We both sat down today and said, isn't the world fascinating? You know me and I know you because she's doing video and she's doing social. And I was like, I already know you. Do you feel the same about me? She said, yep, it's fascinating. And we've had one 30-second exchange prior to that date. But the world we live in, it's an awesome world because you can get to many people.
0: Absolutely. So... What's one tip you would give somebody working the system? So you said just do it. Just, just go videotape stuff and, and see what, what feels good to you and then what the audience hits on.
1: All right, I'll give you one. Um, there's, there's a gentleman on our team. I won't say his name just in case it's sensitive, although it's not. But he's, uh, he's probably in his early 60s. I don't want to botch that, but uh, probably in his early 60s. And he's always trying to figure out a strategy. What's going to work? What's going to work? And he um, came up with like this um, right time to downsize, right? Like catching a, a target audience that would connect with him. And I was like, perfect. I love the concept. You there's a ton of opportunity there, right? Whether that be seen mm-hmm. living 55 and plus or whatever you have uh, a ton of opportunity there. So why don't you connect with them on that level? And I'll share this idea with your audience. And I said, go out to every senior living facility you can and do as many videos as you can. And I don't care if you interview the residents or walk the grounds and become the guy that people, when they search up senior living in your area, they are showing up on on YouTube. Uh, You are showing up on YouTube. Uh, A little bit harder because that may not be the generation that is constantly on YouTube. But who is on YouTube? Think about that for a second. The children of those parents are certainly on YouTube. Well, I saw this guy. Cool. You should connect with this guy. He knows every 55 plus community out there. And that could be enough content for an entire year that becomes evergreen and you crush it. Now, here's the part. This isn't to throw him under a bus. I actually haven't seen that activity happen consistently enough for that to produce results keyword yet, but take a concept like that
0: I actually, and you could own it. I was going to say, I actually met him when I was at your, when I went to your meeting, cause yeah. I like to visit teams and kind of, you know, I don't bring people on the show if I haven't, you know, really looked under the sure. hood Yeah, cause yeah. I, I take this kind of seriously. And we had a discussion, and I kind of shared with him a website with every 55 plus community there. And then we, we kind of really discussed it. And, and like, he just needs to do it. Like, that's really what he needs to do, in my opinion, right? There you like, go. he's talked about it. He's analyzed it. He's thought about it. He has the formula. And I'm like, all of that's fantastic. Go do it. Go. There yeah. It is. So, I mean, I. And by the agree way, you do you a... think that would work? Let me ask you that question. Yes. I think. I think, here's the thing, all of these neighborhoods, you know, short of the ones that the builders are putting videos out about, nobody knows anything about them. You ride by them, you see a sign, there's some houses in there. Um, But yeah, I mean, especially the 55 pluses, because they are are downsizing. That's like a real thing. And they're downsizing to cheaper areas. So you might be coming from New York City and go, look, my grandkids are in Virginia because that's why they all move is the grandkids, right? You know, and then, okay, I'm, I'm watching the videos and, and, you know, show the community center, show the walking trails, show, you know, all the things that they're not going to see otherwise, you know? Well, you
1: know, it's cool. Yeah.
0: So, so like, absolutely it would
1: work. I have no doubt. And I, I believe in him, by the way. So we haven't gotten their keyword yet, and I do believe in him. So I, I hope that actually happens. But if you have people that are afraid of video... Uh, we did a big video power conference uh, here in the DMV last month. Turnout was awesome. It was a great conference. We had a guest panelist who is never on video and has 10,000 followers. Cool. She's not the on-camera personality. She goes around to open houses and does a quick video in open houses and puts some music under it. A little more complicated than, than I just described it, but that's what she does. So she's not even the face of... The brand that she's created.
0: Yeah, I know that. who you're talking about, it. and yeah. I dropped that on one of my agents who was like, "Oh, I'm not good on camera." <laughs> I was like, "Cool, this, this you could do this, right? Go, go can do you this. talk? Can you? Can you?" Here's
1: the thing: if you really think about this for a second, now, the more we talk about it, you can see like this gets exciting. Okay, let's say you don't like to be on camera. Cool, got gotcha. you. Well, then you go next. Next objection. Well, I don't. I don't like to hear my own voice. Cool, no problem. You don't have to record it. You don't have to be the voice behind it. You don't even have to do any of that. And you could create a brand using video without you being the face of it or the voice of it. One to many. Yeah. One to many. Are you interested in lead generation in a different format? And that's the question we're asking ourselves. Is like. This is a unique opportunity in time. We don't know how long it will last, but this is a pretty massive opportunity to get out ahead of something
0: and create more leads than you ever have in your entire life. What I mean, that that makes me think of one of the videos because I do five, but I do five different kinds every week. One of the videos I do is just restaurants like we talk about what neighborhood it's in. But basically, I show the restaurant what it looks like on the inside. I show the food that I ate, you know, or whatever looked interesting. I might go there twice before we do it. And then we put up the neighborhood stat and then it says, we know Richmond and basically my picture and contact info. And like, we do those well, videos you consistently. Do you, and do, they... you
1: meet the, do you get to meet the owner?
0: Absolutely, I do. Cool.
1: Do you, Does the chef probably follow this stuff? Mm-hmm. Cool. How about the patrons of the restaurant?
0: Yes. I mean, oh. for the most part.
1: <laughs> right. right. So like, one too many, and then you put them in your database, and and there it goes, and there it goes. It's fascinating to me, and I, I think we're just scratching I think the opportunities um, much grander than than we're describing it here. And and I, I I'm to apologize again, man. I didn't know if you wanted to go into video, but this is where as a as a leader of the organization, like this is why I'm pushing folks towards video right now.
0: So. Aside from the video, how are your people adding to the database? Are they still doing traditional stuff? They are doing open house, yeah, they're folks, still realtors. Folks,
1: yeah, folks do open houses. Uh, we, we have two client events on the calendar that, that uh, everybody on the team can bring folks to. So we got those in place. There's a reason to kind of outreach. And uh, some of the traditional format still does work. Uh, some people do the pop buys. I think there's still a successful way. You mentioned that earlier. I think that's still a successful mm-hmm. way to do it. Um, Another thing is just go on social and just comment on your people's stuff. A 10-second comment. They're going to look at it. You're going to pop up in their minds. Great.
0: Another thing. So
1: it's it's like that. So are you it's shooting changing. a
0: video comment? We could. I do that. Are you doing do a video that. comment of their stuff? I've done that
1: fairly recently. We've transitioned into... Um, I wanted to reach out to all the attendees from the Video Power event that we did. And I recorded mm-hmm. 130 personalized messages to the attendees from the event through Instagram or through Facebook. I went in and took a look at to see which one they were more active on, recorded a video and sent them an actual video through the platform itself.
0: It's like Cameo. <laughs> it you can get works, a Jason Martin and, Cameo.
1: Well, it works like it's so personalized and it's so fast. And it's like, I can actually connect with my folks Instead of the traditional, you, you know a little bit about Calaway and Thank 36 you. touch, right? Right. Um, instead of that, how about a 150 touch plan? You're two posts a week, or you're personal, like just doing it, and it's not, it takes
0: less time. It takes
1: less well, especially time. Especially
0: if you get to reuse it, right? Like, yeah. And that's, anybody who's been anywhere where people are waiting for anything, you'll notice they're just in their phone. Like if they have five minutes, you'll see them at a stoplight. Yeah. I don't recommend that. That's not overly safe, but but you'll still see it. Yeah. And they're in their phone and that's kind of, you know, you're just meeting and, them where they are.
1: And we spend a lot of time and you're, you're trying to figure out what we're doing with our team. Like I, I shared that with you. We actually spend a lot of time in the psyche of what's actually holding them back. Because I, I don't think the, we just had an open conversation. We just dropped probably three to five to six ways for people to go generate leads in this call right? I don't think most people will take action on it. It's not a shot. It's reality, statistically proven. I don't think most people will take action on it. So we spend a lot of our time in our team helping people understand their own limiting beliefs and getting that. I I think you have to clear that clutter out first. And so a lot of the things we do with our team is, is kind of revolved around how they're thinking, like the life coaching aspect of it i Mm -hmm. think you got to build that foundation first we went ahead to jump into lead generation and that's fine i get excited about that but i get equally as excited about helping people understand where they are in their lives and what has led them to this exact day and this exact moment in time and also understand that everything you've learned up until this point is actually holding you back from where you can actually go because it's everything that you've learned and that's brought you here but if you're trying to go somewhere different you got to learn something new and you got to do something new And that's that's a personal growth challenge, not a business challenge. So as much as we went lead generation first, and I usually don't do that, by the way. So um, as much as we do that, I think people reverse it, meaning I think people need to reverse it. Everything is a personal growth challenge that you can apply to business. And that gets overlooked in my in my mind a lot of times. So if we can change that with people, I see their trajectories go like this like Sabrina, we talked about Sabrina versus mm-hmm. her ability to get business and be um, awesome on video or whatever is amazing. That's only got her so far. What's holding her back is the person actually in the mirror. Like, cool, you are holding you back. And I, I'm not saying she's been held back. I think Sabrina's on it. I love the path she's on and she's going to be a superstar in the industry. But if she wants to go to another level, it comes with the self realization of I got here because of that person there. How can I make this person
0: become that person that I want to be? That's like the old saying, what got you here won't get you there. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, Yeah. Right? Like I did this to get here and and that got me right to this point. And could you go a little further doing the same thing maybe, you know, because you've just been in the business longer and you got more repeat clients. But if you're really going to go to that next level, you're gonna to have to change the way you think and the way you do and the way you, who you are, right? Who you are and who you surround
1: yourself with. That's what you're doing, right? You're looking in on teams and looking in on people, like, what are they doing, how are they doing? I will tell you, I spend a lot of my time working on personal growth, um, reading books to to make sure that I don't put a limit on where I'm gonna go. Listening to podcasts podcast to make sure that like, oh, that's an interesting perspective. Got it, so, just be open, man.
0: That's, that's. I mean, every time you think you know something, that's when you're wrong, right? Like, knowing anything fact-wise, it was right when it was said, but things are changing so quickly. And then there's some fundamentals that'll never change, right? There's There's some core beliefs, like, you know, core values might be a better term for that, right? where those will stay true, like, to be honest, or or something like that. But for the most part, to your point, yes, we thought about this, and this made sense for this period of my life, and now, where next? Like, I'm satisfied with where I am today, but if I'm I'm here next year, I'm pissed, right? Because we're still growing.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think you can look back at a year and evaluate your year, not based upon results, but evaluate your year on who, who you became that year. Like, did you grow personally, and is that the foundation to to continue to climb? And that's how we'll look back on this year. I will look back on this year and confidently say, I put a lot of pieces in place to grow. I, if I if I have business results that surpass what we think, cool. That could be luck. COVID, you and I talked about. It. COVID was like unlucky, right? Because it was COVID, but. But lucky in the professional side that we happen to be on, people's mm-hmm. businesses doubled and tripled. That was luck, right? And then you saw people's businesses go down like that. So what what did you learn through that? Who did you become? And, and did you build the foundation to climb again?
0: Yeah, I thought it was funny. Last year, everybody that I talked to, my best year ever. And I was like, well, I guess it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's year would, sure. you know. Congratulations. Very few people didn't. Right. And it, it's, a, it's, a, it's true achievement. But yes, did you put the fundamentals? Do you have the foundation? Do you have the consistency? Are you do you have processes in place to kind of continue to climb and grow? And, and, you know, even if you have a little dip, because there are less transactions, you know, what are you doing? to? Are you accepting that? Or are you moving forward? You get right? it. And
1: you see why it's a personal growth challenge, not a business challenge. That is why yeah. it's a personal growth challenge. And so that's the ones that we look at through everything we do. We do our retreats, uh, annual retreats. Um, we're called life planning retreats. We, we talk about business very little.
0: Yeah. You were, one of the things that impressed me was kind of what are your personal goals? Where are you trying to head? And then the real estate and the business is a vehicle to kind of fund that is more the mind mentality than I want to be the biggest realtor in the world. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Um,
1: that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, it really doesn't. It, it just nothing wrong with it. Did it, it mean something to anybody? I, I don't mind that at all either. Um, I'm just crystal clear on what I want to get out of my life and who I want to spend my time with. That is what motivates the heck out of me. And so, like, I look at my goals. And I'm like, ah, there it is, right at the top. You asked about the why earlier. It's right there for me. And it's like, I just have clarity on that, and this is just the vehicle for that. that's how i look at it and i I happen to be having fun while i'm doing it like having a blast
0: but uh, that's important because you're not going to do a lot of it if you're not having fun you know what i mean Well, i think you got to reinvent yourself in this
1: business right you 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 go seven years in you might start to get burned out you go 10 years you definitely 15 you're probably like shit am i do i have another 15 in me so i think it's really important to reinvent yourself and to to have clarity about what you like doing and what you don't like doing, you know, I admittedly I don't want to ever service another client. I'm done with it. I'm good. I did it. It's nothing wrong with it. I'm. If it's to put food on the table, I will do it. But it's not it's not something that excites me. So what does excite me? Right, helping people do video them understand their life or helping them trying to achieve what they want to achieve like all of that gets me excited so i think these little checkpoints and these little reinventions of yourself is the way you keep climbing if i had to like say what it is i I think it's the reinvention of yourself
0: along the way okay so a lot of what you're doing day to day now is more the mindset coaching your your agents maybe doing a little bit of recruiting what is what is an agent you see and you're like all right that's somebody i can help is that something that you or or and you could help anybody yeah i mean um
1: i can't help anybody in fact um i'm not for everybody i work really really well with folks that generally in our first meeting together are very humble and they'll be like man i'm having a real challenge here and i haven't done this good And like the folks that let their guard down, that Mm -hmm. tells me a ton about who they are. And so like versus somebody that walks in with a bunch of ego, like thinks they got it all figured out. I just don't do well with that personality type. I do well with people that are like, man, I'm screwing up, but I want to change. Like, cool. Me too, dude. I'm screwing up and I want to change too. We can connect. Um, And I don't think I'm like farther along in the process than anybody else. I think I spend a lot of time thinking about it. I spend a lot of time in self-awareness. So people that, that uh, are willing to kind of let their guard down right away, I, I tend to match with.
0: That makes sense. So yeah. you're so you're just running into people day-to-day because you're not doing business. I mean, you're not transacting, so you're not going to be on the other side of a deal with them Correct. per se. Yeah, I'm purposeful about
1: creating relationships with agents, uh, and I just am. And so that's what I'll tell you. I, I spend a lot of time in relationship creation and video also helps, uh, helps that journey, so.
0: Yeah, the, that was one of the observations that I've made is like who's watching a lot of our real estate videos, other realtors, mm-hmm. like that's really who's getting down on it and watching it and- Yeah, you know, correct. Not because they, a lot of it's because they wanna copy what you're doing, which is fine, yeah. You know, but but they're they're the ones who are really following. You know, I remember with this one. Now, don't get me wrong. Your your sphere is definitely watching, and they're looking at it. Sure, but they're not watching it with the intensity where they're watching it two and three times to, to replicate it type thing.
1: Yeah, it's it it is. It's the way the world works. People watch, replicate, watch, replicate. Cool. We do the same thing.
0: Well, I was on Instagram the other night, and the same song just kept playing and playing. But just that same clip of it, and I, I was like, man, like, do something original. Come on now. like, uh, Yeah, uh,
1: but maybe not, right? Like, maybe don't true. do something original. Uh, uh, maybe not. It's tough to say.
0: Yeah, it was clearly working. I mean, all those yeah. people wouldn't have been doing it if that wasn't trending. Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah, there's just so many maybes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't have the answers.
0: So basically, you're looking for humble people that are coming to you and saying, hey, look, I've messed up on this. I want to do better. Or there are there certain categories where you're like, all right, them being confident here but not there, that that makes sense. I mean, because you don't want a total fixer-upper where I, you know, like, like it's great when people can draw on their past confidence, right? Like they have, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. Like. They have self-confidence. I've done other things before. I've done this before. I can do it again, but not that, right? I haven't done that yet, right? But they have other things that they've succeeded in in life, you know, and they can draw on that. Is that something you're looking for or not necessarily? It doesn't nobody. Yeah,
1: I, I don't necessarily um, automatically go, you have this background, you would be a good fit. Although, strangely enough, a ton of agents come from the restaurant service industry. Uh, I don't know if you've experienced that or not, but a ton of agents come from the restaurant service industry. And generally, it's a pretty good match if you think about it. Whether that be a bartender, server, whatever, you're serving people and Mm -hmm. you are uh, paid for serving people. And generally, if you're a bartender or or, um, a waiter, waitress, uh, you don't mind serving people don't mind helping people so if you put two and two together it's, it's a match but I don't I don't personally go out and look for people from certain industries but that one is one that comes our way a lot
0: what about teachers I've always found that they make really good realtors as well I would agree totally agree yep it's not hard to the waiter I feel like it would be easier because they don't have that security of the benefits and the you know set pay but a teacher replacing that paycheck is not that hard you know, right. and they're generally in a service base. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I've seen
0: it. Uh, I think that's
1: a that's a good fit.
0: So, how have the current market conditions affected your team? Are you guys still winning? You're still on track from last year, or a little dip, but steady? Yeah, everybody's uh, everybody's in a different spot.
1: I, I would say that um, late last year, November, December into early January, and February, there was a lot of like, looking left, looking right, everybody trying to figure this thing out. I think um, a lot of folks started to pop their head up in March and April, hopefully had a pretty good May. Um, So I I think what you're seeing is a is a a process of those that are going to work hard to figure it out, are going to come out ahead here at some point in time, in the next probably 12 to 24 months I I doubt it'll take longer than that but those that are putting in the work right now in the right areas they come out ahead and they grow on the other side of this right and then there's the others who just just can't get out of their own way and um, just that is it they just can't get out of their own way they they're struggling to think longer term um, and and what will come from that I've been through a dip before so I know what it looks like I know what it feels like Uh, And I also know the tremendous opportunity that's there. Um, But it's hard because real estate agents, a lot of them are paycheck to paycheck, man. And so when you have two or three bad months, it is hard on them. So I feel a lot of pain for a lot of agents who just like, I feel that pain for them. And so I, I... I don't wish that upon them, but I do think you're gonna to continue to see people get out of the industry. I just do, which is sad, but it's it's a reality. So it's growing time. That's how we look at it. It's it's plant seeds, it's time to grow. And if you can do that now, you will, you will take your unfair share of market share.
0: Yeah, at the meeting that I attended, we were discussing, you kind of you made the wave analogy, which I really liked. Uh, and we had even discussed like, how do you maybe get those agents in as referring agents and that sort of thing briefly. Uh, and I've been seeing that post recently and I, I thought it was funny. Cause I was like, yeah, we totally talked about that. We're yeah. seeing it in all sorts of social media, like agent forums. Hey, look, jump over here. You can go on referral status, you know, like trying to capitalize on that. I, I thought that was kind of an interesting take.
1: Yeah. It's, you're going to see it. The, 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 the exit doors are open and, um, Unfortunately, I guess some might say fortunately, if if you're you want people to get out of the industry. uh, It's uh, the runway short. I mean, it's a it's not a six month runway for folks that need to put food on the table. It's a 60 day runway. And uh, that's a whole nother conversation for another show. But that 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 is a a problem, a systemic problem within our industry. And maybe it's nationwide in all industries. But I mean, the one I'm in, so I can speak to that, but like, agents just don't, they're not, um, they're not really taking control of their own finances,
0: for lack of a better way to say it. Like, it's, well, they're not running their business like a business. Yeah,
1: right. they aren't. They, they aren't. And um, I spent a lot of years trying to help people figure that out. And some are, and some aren't going to be able to do it. And so... Now you're actually really seeing it because there's been a 10 year, an 11 year run. If you get to the other side of 08 and 09, you could say 10 and 11. Um, there's been a decade run of relative ease, and this is a big this is a big pain point for people, and it still yes. is because I, I'm not sure we're out of whatever it is we were in. Or go, it's like we talked about, like we might go back down again. Rates could go up, but here we go again. Rates go down. Here we go again.
0: So there's a lot of waves that we need to ride right now. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of breaks in gas this year. I mean, you take the wrong two-week vacation and you lose your year. Like, it's, I mean, it's very sporadic. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if your systems are in place, you know, when I step out of town, there's still somebody seeing my clients. You know what I mean? We're staying in front of them. If they need to, you know, you're making those provisions and and taking care of your clients, you're going to be fine but, but it's definitely been a very sporadic year. Like you'll, you'll be like, all right, I'm up and running smooth again. And then it'll fall. And then you, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll find your way back. If, if you stay constant, if you stay on consistent. Yeah. Right. Yep. Consistent's the word. So you're a big self growth guy. So what is your favorite quote right now?
1: Oh, I heard this one the other day. Uh, and, and, the author was not identified. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know who to give it credit for. It was, um, and I'm going to botch it, but I'll, I'll eventually get there. If, if you want to go fast, go alone.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Uh, and if you want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took that and it said, um, well, what if you want to go fast and far? Right. And I, I think that, that makes sense. So if you want to go fast and far, go with kindred spirits. And I thought that was that resonates with me. It's like, look around the people that, that you're you're on your ship with, you can go fast and far, and but you got to go with
0: kindred spirits. Hmm, I like that. I hadn't heard that one. I heard the uh, the yeah. one it was based off of, but yeah, now that, that's a new take yeah. on that.
1: Yeah, me too. I, and that's the funny part about it. Everyone knows the first one. And then somebody decided to break that down and ask questions about that and then solve that problem. It was the whole, uh, progression of it was like, Oh yeah, I know that one. You know that one. And then somebody took a second, thought about it. I want to do both. You probably want to do both too. I would imagine. Right. How could you do both? You could do both with kindred spirits. Yeah. I'm on that ship. Let me get on that ship.
0: Well, cool. Thank you so much for taking so much time with me. Um, if anybody wanted to find out more about you uh, where where would they look uh, I'm pretty easy you can check me on uh, Facebook or Instagram
1: it's Jason D Martin 5 uh, Jason D Martin 5 you can you can DM me on either of those two platforms and if you want to email me it's Jason at Jason martin Jason at jasonmartingroup.com. martin I will tell you I am uh, pretty terrible with email as you actually experienced prior to this call. Uh, so uh, I would, I would shoot, shoot off a DM and uh, I'm happy to connect with you. We can just
0: talk about your business or talk about your life, doesn't matter. I'm happy to be in a conversation with somebody new. Very cool. You've been super duper generous, not jealous. Uh, thank you so much for taking so much time with me. Really appreciate you doing this. And I look forward to you and I uh, hanging out again here uh, soon. And let's uh, yeah, do it. Let's doing, do, do it, some my more man. stuff together.
1: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Danny.
0: Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to apply this information to your business immediately. This message will not self destruct in five seconds. Good luck, agents.